Welcome, Jesse, to the PCV podcast. Thanks for coming to visit me in Angle Moose. Thanks for having me. I'm sure everybody's excited to get to know you a little bit better, so why don't you give us the gist of your life story thus far? I was born in Chicago, Illinois. I grew up in the city until my brother was born. We moved to the very unexciting north northern suburbs of Chicago. After high school, I went to college in Boston at Tufts University. I uh, had a really fun four years there, and uh, four months after graduating, here I am in Morocco. <laughs> what were you um, most known for in college, would you say, before you joined up with the Peace Corps? Mm. Uh, I suppose I was probably the guy that... Um, this is going to sound cheesy. All my friends could talk to and kind of, I was the glue that held together the my friend group in college. I know that like the summers when I would go away to camp and my friends would stay at school, they'd have a lot of issues and I'd get random calls being like, Jesse, you need to come back. That's how I'd characterize myself in college. The next question I have for you is what is one piece of media, whether that's a book or a movie or something else that you've most often gifted to others? Um, so I suppose before Peace Corps, uh, I was gifting, um, there's this one author that writes fiction that I really like called, named Christopher Moore, um, and I would gift his works a lot, specifically his book, Lamb, because um, they're just really funny, creative fiction, a lot of the time playing on uh, famous stories that have already been told. Um, so Lamb is about is the story of Jesus from like but Joshua in this instance from his best friend's perspective growing up up until all that is written in the Bible so it's kind of playing on what could have happened in those uh, what is it like 20 some odd years mm-hmm. um, but I'd say in Peace Corps I've been gifting podcasts a lot what kind of podcasts what are your let's say top three mm, um, I've been gifting uh, Freakonomics to people, a lot of people who are looking for something more informational and then uh, I've been gifting Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is a very funny podcast I know you listen to that's one I gifted to me that's yeah. one I gifted to you um, and I guess I just recently gifted Hidden Brain to someone okay. um, who was looking for something about sociology and how and psychology what would you say are three words that your fellow PCVs would use to describe you? Um, quiet, <laughs> kind, and probably bucket hat, though I know that's two words. You do have your bucket hat right here with us. Is that the only one you've got, or are there multiple bucket hats? It's the only one I've owned, ever yes. owned. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it just for Peace Corps? Uh, no, it was actually uh, from one summer at the camp I worked at. Would you say that those three things have been pretty constant as descriptors for you throughout your life, or is this more of a new thing? 
Probably bucket hat. I'd say bucket hat's newer, only the last couple of years, but I'd say kind and quiet are pretty good descriptors. Or who do you look up to in Peace Corps? There's a handful of people I look up to, but I think uh, I'll pick one. Um, I think that I look up to Jess a lot um, because she, like, from my perspective, really dives into um, everything that she does headfirst in a very bold and fearless manner that really um, is something I struggle to do uh, often. So... I, I really, seeing her in CBT, for instance, I really wish I was better at overcoming some of my own introverted tendencies and be more outgoing uh, and fearless like I think she is. Every day in uh, CBT, she would just, I mean, she knew everyone. She wasn't afraid to, <laughs> afraid to just get out there and, and really insert herself into... Uh, the community, especially the the sewing uh, association that was getting started and really getting off the ground, she really got developed some really good relationships and um, did something that the rest of us were struggling to do in our little town that didn't have any institutions for us to work with. What about uh, Moroccans? Are there any Moroccans that you look up to since you've been here? I've really connected with. My Mudir's brother, he doesn't actually live in my site, but he lives in Rabat. I think he's just really shown me a different side of Moroccans, a different perspective that's more, uh, a lot more open than I've seen with a lot of people. And I've really uh, been happy to have the chance to have open, honest conversations with him that I don't feel like I can necessarily have with a lot of the other Moroccans I interact with on a day-to-day basis. What does like a typical day look like for you? I wake up, um, try to wake up early and usually fail. Usually wake up around nine or 10 o'clock, have some breakfast, maybe go out and get some milwee from one of my uh, two milwee ladies (laughs) that I buy from. Mm -hmm. Um, I will either do some work at home in the morning and or watch some TV on my, for my hard drive or else I'll try and go to the, to one of the cafes and read a bit, try and socialize. Um, I'll go home and make myself some lunch around whenever the call to prayer happens to be. Um, and I'll, any, any lesson planning that needs to be done, I'll try and do in those couple hours in the afternoon before heading to Darshbab and hanging out there from about 4 to 8, regardless of if I'm actually teaching English or not that day. Um, on the days I do teach English, I'll hang out for a few hours with the like little like pre-kindergarten kids that are there and the, my mudir and counterpart. And Fatima, who takes care of the kids, and then eventually, if I'm teaching, I'll like teach English for an hour or play some board games, do some culture stuff, um, or else help my counterpart with try and help my counterpart out with his group that he meets with, and uh, yeah, go home, have dinner, watch a movie, maybe try and read or write a bit, and go to bed. It's a good day. It's not a lot happening, but. You know, inshallah, more will come. <laughs> All right. Last question. 
What do people never ask you that you wish that they did? I wish people asked me uh, if I wanted to hang out and do things more often. Uh, it sounds kind of sad, I know, but um, it's not like they never do that. But I, I often feel like with the relationships that I have with people, I am often the one uh, in friendships that is reaching out to make plans and I uh, and trying to get a group together to do something fun. I wish I didn't have to do that all the time and others would reach out more. Like, thank you today for reaching out to go hang out in Hanifra and then do well, this. Thanks for sharing with all of us and uh, you know, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for talking with me. Thanks for letting me talk and listening. <laughs> of course. Well, it's good to get to know you a little bit better. I'm excited for everyone else to get to know you better, too. Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Signing off. Bye. Bye.